TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Welcome to the last hour of Overnight America. Randy Tobler sitting in for Ryan Recker, taking some well-deserved time off as uh, he recharges here during the holidays. Thanks for being with me. Are you a late-night radio addict? I am. I know Ryan is. I know those who listen to this show probably are. But, I mean, to the sense where, you know, you have to have earbuds in and go to sleep with it, yeah. Since I was a young kid, I did that. So hosting this show is really a real privilege and a pleasure for me. I um, I remember going to sleep with uh, with uh, Jim White, you know, in my ear, and Mom and Dad scolding me because wasn't getting up in time, you know, the next day to go to school like I should on occasion, right? But um, had to occasionally sneak the radio under. There were no earbuds then. Just took the radio and tucked it under the pillow, and. Uh, I think at some point they knew I was listening to the radio. First it was the Cardinals, and they would be Jim White after that. And uh, and then, of course, uh, on and on through the years after uh, Jim was no longer on the air. Um, you know, Art Bell was on certain outlets, other places, and uh, listened to him as well. So I've been a radio addict, number one, and uh, late night, number two. I think it's because it's a quiet place. It's a place when you can settle a busy mind focus on topics be they uh, surreal superficial extraterrestrial or otherwise sometimes silly sometimes absurd sometimes bizarre and yes i am talking about politics not ufos <laughs> we had rich rubino on yesterday and he said he's he's working on an, he's a political uh, history buff and trivia expert and he's He's working on a on a new book. I guess it's going to be out in the in the springtime. Something about uh, se- Senate intelligence, and he said that's an oxymoron. But um, <laughs> sorry, Josh and <laughs> Roy, it's not about you. It's the rest of the senators. <laughs> Actually, I've had some great discussions with Senator Senators Hawley and um, and Roy Blunt, um, who have really been advocates in a very difficult environment. And I'm speaking mainly from the healthcare realm. Uh, for those of you who know, don't, me, don't know me, I'm an OBGYN, St. Louis native, uh, now practicing in rural Missouri and leading a safety net hospital. But I'm a, an UMSL, a Lindbergh High School UMSL and then WashU Medical School grad and then worked in the area till 
oh, 2006 or so. And um, But we still spend a lot of time in the St. Louis area, and I do a show on KFTK, the 97.1 FM Talk, sister of uh, KMOX. And uh, visit mom and dad, my uh, brother and sister that uh, that are in St. Louis, and a lot of friends, uh, and so still very very connected. But um, it, it, it's just interesting how the landscape has has changed over the years, and how in this realm of healthcare, um, there is so much uh, trouble and dissension and discord. And it troubles me because it doesn't have to be that way. It just doesn't have to be that way. And I keep uh, advocating for more direct to uh, direct relationship between patients and uh, the providers of care, whether you're getting a technical service like an x-ray or a lab test or whether it's a professional service, you know, an evaluation in the office or an operation um, and, and rethinking the way we do that. If that if, if you'd like to talk to me about that, we could talk about that for a long time because uh, I'm unhappy with the system. It doesn't have to cost what it does. I share that with uh, Senators Blunt and Hawley a lot and their and their uh, staffers who are the health care experts. Um, Senator Blunt has been in the health care um, advocacy game a, a long time, and he's really done a lot to help, especially in the large in the rural parts of, of Missouri. And, and that that flows through to all rural America. Uh, getting broadband access to allow technology to help uh, flow into those those sectors, but in general, uh, he's been a big supporter of research, uh, the, the the likes of which result in the things like the basic research, which ultimately results in vaccines being brought to, you know, the needle in the arm less than a year after after inception. That is amazing. That uh, heretofore, I think the fastest development of a vaccine was the mumps vaccine. I think it was in 37, 47, I mean, but long time ago. And that took about four years to develop. But on average, the typical vaccine platforms are, you know, five to five years, 10 years sometimes. And here in less than a year, using an entirely revolutionary platform, which ironically is why a lot of folks are, uh, are frightened of it. And I understand anything new, especially in this time of um, distrust of our, many of our, of our, traditionally trusted institutions, whether it's, uh, you know, the government sponsoring, prodding, nudging pharma, whether it's pharma itself, people are are hesitant. But uh, if you look at the basic science, and I have taken a deep dive into this vaccine, it's, uh, it's really, I think, going to be a winner. And it's going to be a template for the rapid development of other vaccines as other pandemics and emerging threats come on us. If you'd like to talk with me about that, the numbers are 314-436-7900 and 1-800-925-1120 here on Overnight America. Do you think we have a chance to turn it around, whether it's during a Biden administration, whether it is uh, some subsequent administration, to turn around what many who have observed the political scene much longer than me say they've never seen anything as polarized Never seen this country as divided, never seen the positions and the stances and the political worldviews as rigidly defined and the lines drawn so deeply in the sand as now. Heck, it's even infiltrating into those uh, discussions with family and um, acquaintances and maybe uh, colleagues at work and people are now being 
distanced, former friends, acquaintances, families distanced by their political stance. And yet if you ask people, and if you can get them in a moment of calm, without the adrenaline flowing, people want the same thing, right? Everyone wants people to get health care. Everyone wants people to be able to put food in, on their on the table and have a roof over their head and, and put clothing on their kids. How we get there is another discussion and why there are such diverse views so vividly held. Often, I think, um, riffing off of a lot of the miscues on the part of our, uh, of our elected officials and some of the crazy rhetoric. And I think this goes on both sides, frankly, but... Um, it's, it's crazy. When we come back, I have an example of that with Nancy Pelosi. I mean, just inflaming things. And certainly our president has been guilty of that. I think I liked an awful lot of his policies. I thought he shot himself in his foot with a lot of his rhetoric. But even that gets you in trouble with people who may be sympathetic with you in terms of a policy discussion often. Crazy, crazy time. Rod Serling would think that um, the Twilight Zone was pretty normal compared to observing the political scene, wouldn't he? Yes, it is the twilight zone. And it is the winter solstice, and this is the shortest day of the year, and I am so thankful that tomorrow is longer because I yearn for some sunlight. How about you? (laughs) 314-436-7900, 800-925-1120, long distance line. If you want to join us, we'll put all the topics on the table. The COVID relief package, the vaccine, if you have questions about it, if you have um, some trepidation about taking it i get it maybe i can help you with that maybe you have some ideas that'll sway me that i should be more concerned about it we'll uh, we'll do that uh, and i think folks are jumping on the line now so why don't you do that too 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120 calls and open lines when we come back here on kmox overnight america tobler in for ryan Recker. Radio's BS Detector. Mark Reardon. Weekday afternoons at 2 on St. Louis's News Radio. KMOX. We're back taking your calls on Overnight America. I'm Randy Tober in for Ryan Recker tonight and tomorrow evening. And I'll be back uh, Sunday, I think, after the Billikens, I believe, yeah. 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. Love to hear your thoughts on everything from the COVID vaccine to the COVID relief slash stimulus package um, to whatever happened to humor and laughing at ourselves in America. Wow. Crazy. We can't do that. Everything is the cancel culture. It is it is a bizarre time. And and everyone is just a. the cortisol and the adrenaline are like at max levels, you know, even before COVID. Now that just put it over the top. Let's get right to the phone lines. Barbara's on line one. How you doing, Barbara? Thank you for your call. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And uh, thank you for accepting my call. And I wanted to say the uh, vaccine, the Moderna, is good. I called Senator Blunt and I told him that was a good vaccine because basically it doesn't, it can be refrigerated. And uh, it can be used for people who have allergies that they won't uh, have any bad effects. And also um, that generic medicine is good for uh, people because it's cheaper. And the labs that they have outside of the hospital are cheaper. And I also told them that the uh, Senate uh, 
that it, they should keep the Senate in the hands of the Republicans in Georgia because uh, we do not want a war, and and the Republicans don't want another war. So um, it would help if we would keep the the Senate in uh, the Republicans' hands. All right, thank you, uh, thank you, Barbara. Appreciate that. I. I... Maybe I'm reading between the lines, but it sounded like uh, Barbara was saying that if the Republicans don't win that runoff uh, election in both of those seats, that there might be a war. And I, I don't know whether she means physical war or, you know, whether it's just going to be more divisive division uh, government that is absolutely unable to talk to one another rather than talking past one another, which is what's been going on grandstanding in front of the microphone. Um I'm I'm disappointed that the the same the same kind of um, neighborliness, if you will, and collegiality that enabled Ronald Reagan to get along with Tip O'Neill and and make some fairly some fairly I think a positive advance in in American society. I mean, we brought down the Soviet Union without firing a shot. There were advances made, I think, in terms of uh, setting up the substrate and the infrastructure for what would be the Internet revolution because of unleashing the, the private economy and as much free market as this country can muster as we've been on a road towards more and more central, I think, government. I think that's probably undeniably true. But they were able to get along. Newt Gingrich and uh, and Bill Clinton had a a strange but effective synergistic relationship while publicly uh, and maybe even privately there was a lot of uh, rhetoric flying around they got things done and now i just i mean boy the the heated vitriolic comments from one side to the other difficult to watch big al on line 2 what's going on big al merry christmas doc same to you can we all What's just going on? get along and calm down? <laughs> you know? But a couple things. Uh, first off, I happen to be selected and appointed a foreman in a court case over uh, endometriosis. And um, I, uh, I, uh, I pity what you guys go through. And, uh, now are you getting, are you, is that court case over? Or oh, yeah, way over. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago. So what was it about a surgery that resulted in a complication or what? No, what it was a, it was a situation where she was well to, you know when endometriosis doc first off I am so happy that I got to be on that jury cuz it really helped me out in other parts of my life if you know what I mean. So um <laughs> with endometriosis you could have a little spot that's killing you or you could have, you know, you guys don't know what's going to really be there yeah so so endometriosis in. for those who don't know it um is uh, is where the, the the inner lining of the uterus well tissue like the inner lining of the <clears throat> uterus is extra uterine and it can grow oh on the lining of the pelvis or on the tubes or the ovaries and it can cause women tremendous pain it can cause infertility i mean it is just a a devastating process particularly when it's really evil but often uh, the the mildest appearing cases visually under a laparoscope, you know, the scope we put through the belly to do various things, um, can often be associated with most pain because that's sort of, uh, sometimes we're just seeing the tip of the yep. endometriotic iceberg. 
and the yep. deep disease hurts like crazy. Yeah, women are debilitated by this and with bad cases. It's a devastating process. You're right. Long story short, she had all the, all the first off, her and her husband came for counseling, doctored everything right, notes, blah, 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 got all the signatures, said, hey, I, she wants to have a baby. So he, he said, okay, I'll do my best. I don't know until I get in there. Gets in, it's terrible, no way to save it. Break mm-hmm. scrub, doc, didn't need to do it. Had, had the signatures, came out, told the husband, went back in, took care of it. She woke up, upset, found a doctor to come in and testify <clears throat> that he didn't need to do all that and got the husband on the stand and he acted like he didn't know under oath what mm. a hysterectomy meant. Mm. And yeah. we got behind the doors and it took me about 15 minutes after I got elected. I said, does anybody believe that he doesn't know what it means? Does anybody here think the doc anything wrong? Zero. Got nothing. She got, she, they got nothing, yeah. which was rightfully so. I mean, he didn't yeah, even need to break scrub, Doc. He had it all. And Do you know, as, so, as, as a larger, as, using this as a springboard to a larger conversation, uh, you know, one of the big costs in medical uh, expense in this country that, that leads to tremendous escalations in defensive medicine practice, of course, is our, our uh, medical malpractice system. And the fact that um, fear of lawsuits and fear of either errors of omission by not finding something that could have been found, or on the other hand, um, trying to do something and you get a, a complication. Um, but, but, but the malpractice situation is thought to, because of defensive medicine, um, cost upwards of 30, 40% of what we pay in medical expenses. And and it's funny because my son did a did a year of uh, of uh, school in his undergrad training in uh, Stuttgart, Germany. And when we visited him there, his adoptive family over there we call him the adoptive family they live with great great people, uh, Horst and Monica Protochil. Um I said, so what's the story with malpractice over here? And you know how's that work? Oh, we just don't sue. That's just not part of the culture. Um, they said, well, there's times when we think maybe the doctor made a mistake, but there's general trust. The, the bottom line was there was a sense of trust. Yep. <clears throat> and and not that people that are wronged shouldn't have some redress, but uh, f- for for a multitude of reasons that really escalates uh, the cost of care. And when Harvard looked at like they did a couple thousand consecutive charts that they just took consecutive charts, hospital admissions and discharges, they looked at them several years ago and they found out the bottom line was, and this is a rough brushstroke of what they found, was that in fact. A lot of cases that should have brought a lawsuit never did. Right. And those that did bring a lawsuit shouldn't, shouldn't have. <laughs> His so, malpractice went up a hundred thousand a year, Doc, and he yeah. said if he would have lost that case because he came down to meet us afterwards because the lady was yeah. so upset they had to escort her out and he came down yeah. thanking us and he goes, you know, it was complicated and you know, it was hugging us and in tears and he I said, Well, Doc, at least you're Mal, yeah. you know, we sit there. Your malpractice didn't go up, or your, you know, your insurance. He goes, oh yeah, yeah it went up a hundred thousand. If I would have lost his case, I would have probably lost my practice. Well, it's a it's a real gold mine for certain um, portions of the uh, of the bar, and um, I, and I think they often they tell uh, their clients that well, it's just the cost of bu- doing business. That's what doctor, you know, they pay insurance for that. Well. No, they they rake doctors over the coal, and sometimes I it's probably you know warranted. But I th- can tell you, having looked at a lot of these cases, um, 
it, the vast majority of the time it isn't. And um, it's it's a tragedy that and there is a, a movement, by the way, towards just admitting if there's a mistake, if you cut something you shouldn't, if there's a, 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 a problem that happened, something was missed, a drug error. We're finding that what most people, most good Americans and most Americans are good, solid people that are full of grace and forgiveness. If you just say, I'm sorry, let's make it right. And you try to make it right. I think there's a growing movement um, to try to, to move things in that direction. Thank you, Big Al. Good call. I appreciate that. Allowed us to talk about a very important issue. Thanks for calling Overnight American KMOX. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. John, if you want to hang on the line, we'll get to you after the break. I do want to talk to you uh, and uh, others who would like to jump on the line. 314-436-7900 if you want to talk to uh, me filling in for Ryan Recker in Overnight America. 1-800-925-1120. I'm Randy Tober. We'll be back after these words. News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice of the Cardinals. We're back. It's 27 till the hour on Overnight America. Open lines uh, talking about anything that is on your mind. COVID relief package. COVID vaccine. Maybe it'll remain in your mind, but not in your arm. You're going to stand back and wait and see what <laughs> what happens to others. I'm hearing that a lot. Uh, tomorrow when I host the show, I'm Randy Tobler in for Ryan Recker. When I, uh, when I host the show tomorrow... We're going to be talking with uh, Dr. Ken Remy, a WashU researcher and a uh, both an adult and pediatric intensive care specialist as well. So all the way from the basic research to the bedside, he really has it all covered. Um, and uh, he did the viral video that went uh, crazy, you know, play, where he was looking at the camera all gowned up, PPE'd up, and he's got a uh, an intubation device a laryngoscope in his hand. He says, Hey, if you don't wear a mask and if you don't do the right things, you could get COVID and I don't want this to happen to you. I don't want this to be the last thing you see before you die. You know, it's very, very provocative. And, um, but he's not a, he's not a fear monger. So happens he's a wildwood councilman. So he gets it about, you know, public discourse and the importance of keeping a society alive and well. So he's not a lock it down, you know, sky is falling guy but has a real great great grip on things realistically so we'll have a nice conversation tomorrow with him but if you'd like to call tonight about that and you have any trepidation or would like to know a little bit more about it i have taken a deep dive into that subject myself of course uh, john's on line three thanks for hanging on john welcome to overnight america thank you um, glad to be here talking with you uh what's going on just, oh not too much i i just wanted to 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 say that President Trump is my president, and uh, but I definitely agree with you. Sometimes his a uh, his a uh, he he might need to learn when to uh, be quiet. So uh, <laughs> I know yeah, that's gotten him in trouble quite a few times. I often, uh, I, I, I in general have been, you know, happy with the fact that um, there's been some effort at trying to crank down on some regulations. I think over-regulations when we, when they tamp down uh, progress and, and people trying to do business is probably not in the best interest of, uh, you know, the, the advance of our society, our economy and, and, and our employment. Um, and so I like that. I like a lot of the things that he's done policy-wise. I've been four square behind him. But um, 
it's funny the divide that has really developed in in uh, conservative land and in people who support Trump. There are those who tend to support uh, the president and and most of his policies, but are are four four square and full force uh, vocal about his behavior. And I think that that's the tragedy of President Trump. Um, you know, I was talking earlier about thin skin <laughs> and how we can't joke about ourselves or others in this country anymore and how we get canceled if you say something that offends someone with the the uh, the person who's being offended being the judge, jury, and executioner, right? Right. Well, I, I think, yeah. unfortunately, you know, the Trumpster, unfortunately, is, is, I think, of that ilk, and that's a shame. Whenever people defend the behavior in the same breath as defending the policy. And, and I think you can separate the two. I always ask him, is that someone you'd like marrying your daughter, dating your daughter? You know, would you like to call that person your, and not that we elect someone to date our daughter. I've heard that argument too, but um, it's, it's just not helpful to advancing the cause. If you believe in a cause to be uh, disruptive like that. So it's a shame, but um, we'll mm-hmm. have to see what happens going forward. I mean, we saw, look, we've seen it just as bad recently from the deputy chief of staff of the incoming administration, Joe Biden's deputy chief of staff, you know, calling uh, GOP lawmakers, you know, the F word on a glamor magazine interview. I mean, what's that all about? And then, uh, yeah, and I think heard today that uh, they were calling Trump supporters or was it Trump legislators rats, you know, that's uh, wow. Got to stop mm-hmm. that kind of rhetoric. You know, you may disagree right. with someone, and you can disagree with them vehemently, <clears throat> but the name calling isn't helpful. It doesn't ever help advance your uh, your case. Okay. Thanks for the call. What uh, What are you doing? Are you having a virtual Christmas or an in person Christmas, John? I think I'm going to have a personal Christmas with my girlfriend and her her family, and uh, and that I I I heard. Well, I heard you say earlier that you're a musician. And I yeah. just got out of band practice a little bit before I heard that. I'm I'm uh, getting ready to play uh, uh, in the Christmas Eve concert or Christmas Eve service at a oh, at a church that I helped their their. Uh, Great. What's your ax? What do you play? Uh, baritone and trombone. Oh, and, well, there you so, go. Slippery yeah, I'm a brass fellow. player. <laughs> so, uh, All right, boy. There's nothing but, like a good. There's nothing like a good Gabrielli brass antiphonal, you know, quartet in uh, in a big right. church, is there? Yeah. Right. Hey, all right. Well, and you you sing I, the praises of the Savior born, okay? Right. Sing and I did have a question for you from your. Uh, yeah. Are you Bob's kid? Yeah, I am. Okay. Well, good. Is is your dad still around? I yes, haven't... he is. He's out. He's out in Wildwood. Yeah. Oh. You bet. Good. Yeah. yeah. My, no, he's uh, doing great. Doing great. A buddy of mine, uh, uh, he was in band at, at Limburg with him. So I, yeah. I saw many of his concerts, and then I saw him down at, at the Muni many, many years. So. Yeah, but Dad, I, and, uh, Dad taught at, uh, at Lindbergh High School, ran the instrumental music department there, and taught there since, what, 58 till, what, 98, I think? or so. Yeah, I think it, it, it was, was not It was not 30 and out. It was not 30 and out like the teachers do now. And not that I begrudge them that, but it was not 30 and out. Uh, teachers taught right. longer. When I Dad retired, they gave a Mr. Holland's Opus party for him. That's the kind of teacher he was. So. <laughs> anyway, hey, John, thanks a lot, man. Keep playing the trombone. Great, All great, great, great instrument. Thanks for your call. Merry Christmas. We'll, uh, we'll take a break, and then we have uh, Larry and Cra- Crazy Grams. I can't wait to talk to Crazy Grams and Larry when we come back. 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. Randy Tobler in for Ryan Recker, Overnight America, KMOX.
Hello, everyone. I'm Cardinals broadcaster John Rooney wishing you a very happy holiday season. Happy holidays from KMOX. I got the clock up. Well, thanks to Nathan Piercy producing this evening. Appreciate that. And really thankful that you are with me this evening here on Overnight America and allowing me to occupy the big chair so wonderfully filled by Ryan. I told you, I'm a, I'm a late-night radio addict. I mean, I hope my wife's not listening because it's like, you know, I man, I just love it. And sometimes I'm listening to the radio and I'm nodding my head when she's saying something. And you know what I mean? I'm listening to Ryan or bad but i my mind races a lot and so i need i need to have radio to settle my mind believe it or not you, are you like that ever i used to do that when i was a kid i had the radio under my pillow and rather than the mind racing um you know at least i could focus on a topic at a time so i don't know maybe there's some undiagnosed add going on there it's good for talk radio it's good for managing obstetric emergencies. I'm an OBGYN by day. It's good for managing the chaos of the medical system as we go from the equivalent of the horse and buggy to the combustion engine in the healthcare industry, trying to keep people healthier rather than fix them when they're sick. And that's a different mindset. It's a whole different paradigm. But it'll ultimately work out well. It's just a little messy getting there. It's like remodeling, you know what I mean? 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. Let's, uh, let's talk to Larry. How you doing, Larry? Thank you for calling. I'm good. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Okay. Let's start off with January the 6th. The, oh. House, and the, Senate, the House and the Senate will come together in a joint session. Nancy Pelosi has no special power authority. Vice President Pence has the authority, the president pro tem of the Senate for the day. So, so Pence has full authority. So when they open the votes, if there's any dispute whatsoever, if someone wants to bring up fraud or whatever, it only takes two. If it takes two, then the House and the Senate will divide for at least two hours to debate. Okay. Mm -hmm. The vote will be per senator. There's only one per state. It's a delegate. There's 30 Republican delegates, and there's only 20 Democratic delegates. Trump wins the election. And it's going to happen because there's about three or four already that said they were going to stand up. So the forefathers knew, the, the forefathers were brilliant. And so they put this together and the Democrats and the social media and the globalists and all the people will become unhinged and everything will be chaos. But I could actually see this happen. What's your opinion? Well, I, I guess in a way, this may be a kissing cousin to Mitch McConnell uh, seeing their nuclear option 
of you know doing away with the filibuster for uh, the federal level judiciary, uh, and and uh, raising them one by raising it to the Supreme Court. In other words, using the Democrats' own end justifies the means mo to get their way. Now, traditionally, Republicans have not done that, and that's why the country has moved gradually from center right to barely center to left of center i think because did you know uh, that this did you know this process has been utilized before in, I, I in, wasn't in the late in the late 1800s it was utilized one time yeah. and and the well, thing here is the supreme court has no jurisdiction whatsoever no, over the don't. legislative body that and I if know. these Republicans right. have kahunas, they stand up, they say we were, che- it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they say we were cheated. None of that comes into play. They just dispute the electoral votes. It goes into session. Right. They go by the delegates, and we have the numbers 30 to 20, and they can kiss you know what. And one other well, thing, I... you're, a, you're a doctor, <laughs> right? Now, don't you think there'd be a... It would probably make the summer's rioting look like a, a pop gun at a, at a children's birthday said party. It. John, that's why John Roberts said he doesn't want to touch his case because of rioting. They got him on case. My last <laughs> thing on this, my last thing, and I don't know, you're a doctor. So here, so I saw something on Newsmax on the streaming. This vaccination comes from fetal tissue. Are you aware of that? No, 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 not not all of these. Uh, one, I think one of the, uh, I, I believe that the two mRNAs are not related to that, and if uh, the ones that are being developed that use fetal tissue in the in the research and development come from basically modified fetal cell lines from decades ago, they're not from okay. current abortions. So what and do you think good... about the, What do you think about this constitutional thing? What? what I don't care about I don't care about activist judges. I want the president to be our president. I don't want people that are are in bed with China to run our country. Well, look, I look, there's if if the Republicans decide to utilize that mechanism and override what is by uh all and I'm not even going to say um credible. I'm just going to say all major information and um, unofficial adjudication, uh, you know, if they would use that to take the president and keep him in office against what is popularly thought to be the will of the people, even allowing for the uh, fraudulent votes. And I, that's what troubles me, is that we discard the whole notion of going after fraudulent voting because it doesn't reach threshold, allegedly. And I have a problem with that on principle. But if they I mean, do you that, can look at the evidence and see it was fraudulent. You don't have to well, be a, you don't have to be a scholar to figure that out. I'm not sure we can look at the evidence. I don't think the evidence is all as rock solid as well, we maybe think. you're not getting your news information from the right place. Maybe you ought to switch over to Newsmax and they go into <laughs> a little more in depth. Well, no, no, I get it. And I've and I've read the allegations of that. What what I'm what I'm troubled by is, for instance, the um the voting machine expert down in Texas, you know, you know that whole story, where he he got his he got his Minnesotas and his Michigan counties mixed up, right? And he was using some juxtaposed facts there, and that may just be one example. And I'm not saying that fraudulent voting didn't occur, but I'm I'm telling you, I think it would be absolute 
I, I think you'd be looking at civil war if that happened. And maybe that's, I, I don't know, maybe. Maybe, you know what, what? We, we were founded on, we like were founded on civil war. We were founded on civil wars, weren't we? No, that was part of the no, process. We were, we were founded on, on revolution against tyranny. And um, and I know those on the those on the far right would say well, there's revolution against tyranny and it's a time for that, but um, on the other hand, I, I, this would be so disruptive at a time when the country is just beginning to get better from COVID. I think in the fullness of time, a too far radical swing the other way, uh, which is likely to happen under a Harris Biden administration, I think may move um, you know may may move the electorate to rethink what they did. Um, particularly if uh, if the Senate does now that that's a concern if the Senate does switch and it's uh, it's you know one party government with um, the the lock that uh, that the that the progressives have on Joe Biden that concerns me because if you start have you heard of this court, have you heard of this you do away with the yeah I've heard about it okay, thanks for bringing it. it up well I'm All sure right, we'll talk about it, it more tomorrow night thanks a lot All right. Harry appreciate All right. it alright uh, okay well, that was interesting little controversial uh, talk there. Uh, who do we have next here? We got to, we just have a little bit of time left, but I want to talk to Crazy Grams. Crazy, what crazy, what's going on? Thanks for calling. That last Are you there? call was excellent. Anyway, <laughs> I want to go back to your uh, I'm not sure if he was Mr. Al or who he was that was talking about the endometriosis and the yeah. The lawsuits and all of that. We would still right. have a lot of awesome doctors if it was not for the crazy lawyers wanting yeah. to make money and fill their pockets. Better. Well, these things are these things are complicated. There are people that have injury through medical treatment or through missed diagnosis, that happens. Uh, it, it still is and will always be a human industry. No matter how much quality and safety science is brought into the medical field, uh, it's still a human industry. It is not a widget industry. And um, that being said, there's going to be there are going to be things that don't work out, even when technically things are done well. And people need to, you know, that needs to be taken into account. But it can be done without all of the vitriol, without all of the dragging people through mud, and making sure that the money goes to, you know, help with the medical expenses of someone who's injured, a, a baby who's truly injured by the medical process of delivery. Uh, most cerebral yeah. palsy, 90-plus percent, occurs prenatally, for instance, not during birth. Anyway, hey, we're out of time, and um, I'm sure... We've launched some topics for tomorrow, and we'll further the discussion then. Hey, thanks, uh, Ryan, for letting me sit in for you. Thank you all for letting me sit in for Ryan. We'll see you tomorrow night on Overnight America on KMOX. Replay hour is coming up, and listen to the podcast, too. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.